0: You're listening to a message from Kaleo Phoenix, a church plant in downtown Phoenix that creates space for people to practice the ways of Jesus together.
1: We are actually going to spend uh, a lot of our time today praying with one another. So prepare your minds and hearts for that um, to interact with one another and to pray for one another. I you know it's a, it's kind of a a season, right, of entering into the fall and transition, and it's fall activities and things start. It's always a transition time. And so I'm sure there's things to, to pray about in your lives. We're going to spend some time praying, but I'm going to kind of set us up a little bit first by looking at Luke 13 10 through 17. Say amen once you're you there. <laughs> Cool, I heard one Amen. man. I thank God for Luke's gospel. Uh, like kind of walking into a room with uh, different doors all around, each gospel gives us a different perspective on Jesus. Each gospel gives us a certain perspective on Jesus. And every gospel does reveal Jesus as being one who is with and for those who are oppressed, poor, and marginalized. But I believe Luke gives special attention to Jesus' compassion and work for the least lost and left out. Luke shows us that Jesus is very deliberate and purposeful with each step that he makes. Jesus is on a mission to create a new humanity of brothers and sisters who work with him to redeem his diseased creation. Throughout the book of Luke, the author tells the story of Jesus in Galilee, to Jesus then in Jerusalem. And where we are today in Luke, Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. Each intentional step Jesus makes to Jerusalem, he gives examples to us what the new humanity is like. So let us peer in today and contemplate on what it looks like for us to follow Jesus on his way to Jerusalem and to practice the ways of Jesus together as the multi-ethnic family of God through Kaleo's mission vision statement in there. If you don't know it, now you do. In our story today, Jesus is teaching in the synagogue. So he's entered the synagogue, and he's teaching. And so we're going to imagine for a moment that we're there in, this, in the synagogue acting as if Jesus was teaching. You can close your eyes if you would like to, um, and I'll, I'll read it, and then we'll talk. Luke 13, 10 through 17. So imagine this. Now Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had had a disabling spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not fully straighten herself. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your disability, And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight, and she glorified God. But the ruler of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, said to the people, There are six days in which work ought to be done. Come on those days and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. Then the Lord answered him, You hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath day untie his ox or his donkey from the manger and lead it to get water? And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan bound for 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? And as he said these things, all his adversaries, all his enemies were put to shame, and all the people rejoiced at all the glorious things that were done by him. Let me pray. Father, we breathe together, breathing in your love, breathing in your acceptance, breathing in the truth that you believe um, we are enough. God, God, we breathe out all of the, the stress in our job, in our in our relationships, in our families, Father, God, we breathe that out. God, allow us to be present to hear what you're saying to us. God, I ask, Father, that you would um, you would uh, cause us to be self-aware, in tune with ourselves, um, throughout this time today, Jesus, of what may be weighing us down. And may you bring some lightness to that and healing to that um, through our time of prayer today. In your name I pray, amen. Amen. It's been a while since I've been prayed over and prayed for. Aaron and I went to a retreat a couple weeks ago. Getting prayed for and just with, kind of just did something to me, did something to my heart. Um, So we're going to pray today. But before that, we'll talk a little bit again about this passage that I just read. Um, Who here for their work, like, works on a team? Who here works on a team? You can raise your hand if you work on a team. That's, like, mostly everybody. Who here likes, like, team group projects and working on a team, if you enjoy it? Yeah. You guys are better than I am a little bit. Teamwork, right, is necessary for projects to be completed and for problems to be solved, teamwork is necessary. I caved a couple weeks ago when my parents were in town and finally watched the movie Top Gun. I finally watched it. I finally went to go see Top Gun. And in the movie, I won't spoil it if you haven't seen it, there was a beautiful scene where you got this view of these pilots intensely working together to keep their planes from being hit by missiles and by staying alive. I'm sure you know the scene. If you've seen it, it was incredible. It was beautiful to watch. It reminded me that teamwork is a beautiful thing. Even our time today here required some effort of teamwork, teamwork of the worship team, working with our sound guy, Treasure, working with Pastor Aaron to create a space for us to encounter God. A beautiful thing. Teamwork. There's something satisfying about seeing teamwork. It captivates me. Aaron and I watched this surprising movie in Puerto Penasco last weekend titled Best of Enemies. Has anyone seen it? Best of Enemies, I recommend it. The movie told the true story of a white male KKK leader named C.P. Ellis and a civil rights activist black woman named Ann Atwater were put on a team together in Durham, North Carolina to grapple with the issue of school desegregation. The two were long-standing enemies in their town before being put as co-chairs of a community meeting that would decide on local school integration. The movie told the story and revealed how these two enemies became friends while working together. It began with Ann Atwater, the the black civil rights uh, leader, seeing the hurt that C.P. Ellis, the KK leader, had in his own life and then doing something for him that blessed him and his family. C.P. Ellis then began to open his eyes and saw the pain that the black community was living in under a segregated world through his relationship with Ann Atwater. He renounced his leadership at the local KKK meeting and became a civil rights activist. The movie left me moved and speechless. Teamwork is a beautiful thing. Amen. So what allows for this type of teamwork to work? What allows that to happen? The movie showed me that that what allows teamwork to happen is when everyone feels seen. When people begin to feel seen. I have an example with, with Aaron and I in our marriage, Aaron makes me feel seen in our partnership as husband and wife. She took me to Warby Parker to try on and buy some glasses as a date night because she remembered me talking about wanting to go to Warby Parker so bad. She's like, let's just go as a date night and surprised me. And there was another time when Aaron grieved not seeing me. Out of the prayer retreat that we went to last month, I asked for a prayer because I was feeling depleted and drained. Erin came to me later that night and she said that she thought to herself, how did I miss that? How did I not see what my best friend is going through? How did I not see that my husband was, was depleted and drained? In general, who here hates not being seen? being looked, overlooked, or ignored. There was this TikTok video I saw of a husband who was pulling a prank that kind of went wrong um, on his wife. It was the husband acting as if his his wife had died, and she cries out to him for for him to see her and see that she's actually alive. So here's uh, a, a bit of the clip I thought I would just play for you guys.
0: Baba You guys are No, no, no Baba, Baba, something! There is an So I is not wrong? responding <laughs> No, she's not responding I've got the ambulance and What they was doing here?! Custody. I'm here stop. She said she's not responding I am no, 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 no. no. oh, here stop it. I am here stop Oh, Ma Ma
1: Imagine the anger she probably had at him right after after that. But there's something about not feeling seen that will break you to tears. Right, that we see from this woman. There's something about not feeling seen that will break you to tears. Often many of us go through life longing to be seen by others, longing to be seen. And here in our story today, we observe how the synagogue leader. Missed it. The synagogue leader missed the celebration of this woman that Jesus healed. A woman that had suffered for 18 years was miraculously healed in a moment. And this leader of the synagogue missed it. And I believe the reason that he missed it is because he didn't see her. He never saw her. This woman, she was bent over and couldn't see people properly because of her disability. But it was truly this man who was bent over and couldn't see this hurting woman in his synagogue. And couldn't see the compassion of God through Jesus. He couldn't see because of his religious rules that missed him from being compassionate. He couldn't see because of the self-righteousness that he believed would save him and get him into heaven. He couldn't see because of the system he was in that oppresses people, a system that upholds the status quo of keeping people left out and weighed down. He couldn't see people. However, I thank God for Jesus who saw this woman I thank God for Jesus who saw this woman who was bent over for 18 years, could finally see straight up and celebrate God with him. I thank God for Jesus who calls out the blindness of the Pharisee leader and his followers by calling out the hypocrisy and applying they value their animals more than human life and freedom from evil. Because we read how Jesus saw this woman, we can trust that Jesus sees us today. This is how we may become a team and become a beloved community, Kaleo Church, by seeing one another. Jesus, he was unconventional, right, in how he did this. Can you imagine the scene, as I shared? He was in the middle of teaching. He was talking and stopped everything as soon as he saw her. He's teaching. He stops. He sees her. And Jesus, he most likely broke protocol, right, in the synagogue and broke the norm of what, of what time in the synagogue looks like during a Sabbath day. And so can we be unconventional like Jesus today? Can we be a little unconventional in, in how we do our gathering? Can we be unconventional and see one another by praying for one another today, by actually seeing each other? So I want you guys to, to maybe find a few people around you, four or five people around you to come together um, and to pray. And just like the woman, praised God in this story, I want you to share what have you been praising God about or what have you been grateful for lately. And then just like the woman was in bondage and tied down and bent over, by these evil forces, I would like you to share, what have you been weighed down by lately? What's been weighing you down? So we'll take probably 10 minutes or so to pray with, with one another, um, and then we'll come back. Now, if you um, don't know how to pray, you've come here, you're saying, I've never prayed for anyone before, or you're uncomfortable, there's no pressure, to engage in that, but I encourage you to listen to the prayer requests and observe them from the people around you. Um, And if you don't want to do that, then I encourage you to take time to write down on a paper or on your phone, maybe in your notes, um, what you can praise God for lately, what you're grateful for, and what's been weighing you down, and to share that with someone, to share that with someone who you'd like to see you. So I'll pray... Um, and then we can, you can find one another, and we'll, we'll take time to pray. Well, let me pray. Um, Jesus, we love you. Oh, Jesus, thank you for seeing us. Um, thank you for seeing the, the hurt we're in. God, we trust you with our lives. We trust you um, with our transparency and vulnerability, Father, with the things in life. That's not easy, God. God. God, you see us. God, we, we, we wrestle with you at times. We're, we're confused by you at times, God. But put trust in us that you see us, God, and you're with us. God, I pray that you would show us, Father, what it means to, to be a team of beloved community, Jesus, that, that eats with one another at a table, God, but can go to table to team, Jesus, as we seek a of world of peace and justice, um, a world that reflects um, your kingdom, a world where we can see and people desire to see one another truly. God, thank you for, for the people here today. Thank you for um, the spirit you have in them. Thank you for... Um, their, their stories and what's going on in their lives, God. You know them better than anyone else, Jesus. I pray that you give us time and space to hear and listen to one another and to encourage one another, Father, in praying for each other. In your name I pray, amen. Cool. I'll allow you guys to find people around you and pray together. For you, those of you on Zoom, I can take you guys.
0: Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll gather again in the next minute, so we'll gather again in the next minute. Yeah, I I guess I guess so. My Zoom group. Um and thank you. Thank you, thank you for participating and engaging with one another, I know. Um I feel like uh, I can layer at Calair right the hearts to to not just be spectators but participators um of what God's doing and so thank you for being participators. Um, and to see one another, I know you, you all who've been around also know the work uh, at Kaleo is also to put um, hands and feet, get our hands and feet dirty to, to the things that we say and the things that we think. And so uh, if God pressed on you some way to bless someone else um, and give them something tangible or, or message them again this week or something that might bring healing and relief to what is weighing him or her down, then I encourage you all to, to do that, um, as well, to put real hands and feet um, to, to what we may be going through as a community with one another. There's something freeing, too, I believe, when we're seen by other people. There's so something that, that frees us, um, that says that we're not enslaved or held bondage by this type of worldview or this view. Um, I encourage you guys to, to look um, at the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the Torah, to view that as Moses writing to the Israelites, to his people, saying, I see you guys, God still sees you guys. So at, the, at that point, the Israelites were in slavery and um, they, they viewed us less than. So Moses is writing this thing to them, saying, you guys are seen. There is a God that sees you and has been working for you guys. And so I encourage you guys to, to go, go take a look in the first five books of the Bible and be with that lens as power and freedom and seeing with one another. With that, I'll ask uh, our worship to, to come up and we'll, we'll end our time as uh, the, the women did of praising God. That's the, that's the part that almost gets me um, in this story is that this awesome miracle happened and this ruler of the synagogue missed it he completely, like, was a killjoy to this, like, celebration that was going on of this woman being healed. And so we'll end our time um, praising God. So let me pray again, and then we'll worship together. Um, God, thank you for, for being God. Thank you for being with us, um, Jesus. Thank you for uh, this moment we got to slow down with one another throughout all of the busyness. Um, from, from school to work to, to different tasks we have at home. Um, thank you for allowing us to slow down and see one another. God, I pray that you would show us in moments in our own life where we can slow down to see the people that we do life with, that we may work with, the people who are in our homes, the people who are um, maybe in our schools, God. Teach us to slow down to see others. God. Jesus, you are good. Thank you for seeing us.
0: For more resources or information about Kaleo, please visit our website at kaleoPHX.com or follow us on social media. If
1: this episode has been helpful to you, let us know or share it with someone you know.